Welcome to the messages of Cornerstone Anglican Church. Does it feel like the events of the world are sifting you? In this episode, Pastor Andrew shows us how this sifting will see God's people grow into oaks of righteousness. As we've noted early in the year, we have a feeling that we've got a call from God to rebuild his church, to rebuild the ancient ruins. And yet it's been tough to get a hold of that. In fact, the last couple of months of this year, I felt like we've been sifted. You know, just before Jesus was arrested, he said to Peter and the disciples, that Satan has asked to sift you. And Jesus said to Peter particularly, I pray for you, Peter, that you will not fail and that you will raise up your brethren. Now, I don't know about you, But I think denying Jesus three times is a pretty big failure, you reckon? I don't know him. No, sorry, never met the guy. But if that was a failure, then Jesus' prayer failed. And I want to tell you, when Jesus prays, it happens. So whatever occurred after the crucifixion and during that period, Peter did not fail. He actually did what God had called him to do and was to tend to the brethren, to raise the brethren up again because they were all scattered. And even before he had seen Jesus face to face, he had taken control of the emotions and the community and he says, I'm going fishing. And the guy says, we're going with you. He got them out of themselves into an activity, and there in the midst of it, Jesus appears on the beach, has breakfast with them, and then he challenges Peter, Peter, do you love me? And I bet Peter was looking at the sand, well, Lord, you know, I love you as a friend, you know, I sort of do. Tend my sheep. Peter, do you love me? Looking down again, Lord, you know I do as a friend. Look after my lambs. Then a third time, Peter, do you love me? And it grieved Peter that Jesus asked it three times. But it was three times. And Peter says, Lord, you know I love you as a friend. Tend my sheep. And Peter went on to do that, to lead the birth of a church that now has two billion adherents. Two billion people on this planet today are a part of that church in some form or other. But millions and millions over the years, kings and queens have bowed to his name because Jesus' prayer for Peter worked and Peter did not fail. Stood up as a man of God and led the church of God when it desperately needed to be led. So in one sense, I feel like we got sifted. And, you know, 
what sifting feels like. It's like everything's been thrown up in the air and hasn't come down yet. You ever had that sort of feeling? It's sort of like a totally disorientation thing going on. And it just struck me that, that God was really wanting to do something through us. So he had to test us as well. And I believe we've come through that. We're going to be picking up all the pieces, putting them back together again. But having said that, we had in the first half of this reading from Isaiah 61, you know, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, and that whole sense of restoration, healing, setting free, loosing and all that, then followed with a process that would make us oaks of righteousness of the Lord. And the question that we need to ask ourselves is after the sifting, if we come down in the same place. Because if we've come down in the same place, we need to move. Right? God just doesn't sift us for his pleasure. He's sifting us to release us into a new move, his move of what he's about to do, what he wants to do, that he wants us to be a part of what he wants us to do. And the fact that we're here, we've come through the sifting. But then here in this passage from Isaiah this morning, we have this. For as the soil makes a young plant come up, and a garden causes seeds to grow, so the sovereign Lord will make righteousness and praise spring up before all the nations. You see, he's making us oaks of righteousness so that as a new plant from God, there's going to be a sense of righteousness spring up into the midst of this church and a righteousness that produces an incredible praise of an incredible God, that God has sown this plant, this young plant, that is going to grow and be strong and produce praise for his name. I don't know if you're into gardening, whether it's flower gardens or vegetable gardens. When we were at Colac back in the 80s, and it was a 40-degree day, and I'd just driven home and parked the car in the garage, and I walked from the garage to the back door of the house, and I almost missed it. But as I turned, I saw this incredibly dark black cloud full of rain coming. So I raced into the house to grab my pack of bean seeds, and I went out to my little garden, which wasn't very big, and I dug some holes, and I pushed these bean seeds into soil that had been resting in 40-degree heat for most of the day and covered them up. And then I raced back in the house to get away from the rain, and it just poured. It just came down. The plants were up the next day. Such was the heat of the ground and the rain that came, they just couldn't help it. They just had to burst alive. But you know, God is into growing. And if we've been through a time of tension, of stress, of difficulties, it means that God is pushing us to grow. And in the first half of this passage from Isaiah, that sense of that healing, Jesus digging into the depths of our soul and bringing deep healing into those dark little corners, releasing us from prisons that have been there for decades, healing wounds that have been traumatized 
and re-traumatize, bringing a deep healing into those places. And as that process goes on, a transformation occurs. So when God's doing this healing process, the result is men and women who grow as oaks of righteousness. Now, oaks are really tough trees. They can weather any storm. Now, this isn't an inflexible sense of right and wrong. That's not what we're talking about. Jesus never made people uncomfortable except for the Jewish leadership. Only people that Jesus ever made uncomfortable were the hypocrites. And it's his righteousness that we're inheriting. It's his righteousness that God is growing inside of us so that we can be men and women who are oaks of righteousness and therefore become the planting of the Lord. And the thing that this group were going to do was that they were going to restore the ancient ruins, rebuild the nation of God, rebuild his temple to give him glory. And it goes on, and this is really powerful. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not remain quiet till her vindication shines out like the dawn, her salvation like a blazing torch. It is the hour when we're not to keep silent out there. It is the hour to talk. God spoke to us back in 1992, said he was going to clean up his church. He was going to really dig deep and it was the end of God's cleaning time. And now is the hour to build his church. We don't want all the good people leaving the church. We want the men being oaks of righteousness. Yes, we should be offended, maybe. But I just love that little passage we had up on the screen there where it says this. These are old words, by the way. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. For every one of us. None of us are exempt. None of us can stand over above another and say, Thou sinner, as if we weren't. What can wash my sin away? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. And we need that blood flowing every day of our life. Every moment we're awake, we need to know that we are cleansed only by his blood. But that cleansing process over time is a transformation process so we actually stop doing the things that need the blood. We begin to see a righteousness come up in our lives that comes from Jesus as he moves within our hearts to make us people of righteousness. Now listen to the end of this passage. And the nations will see your vindication and all kings your glory. You will be called by a new name that the mouth of the Lord will bestow. You will be a crown of splendor in the Lord, a royal diadem in the hand of your God. Isn't that an awesome picture? Of a church in glory, shining forth the glory of God. That's the promise 
That's the working of God. This is the hour of God. We need to see ourselves as newly sown plants springing up into a new day, a new hour, a new era, a new way of coming together so that together we build his church the way he wanted it built in the first place. That we establish it the way he wanted it established in the first place. And to keep it full of the love of God as we pour out his love to one another, cherishing one another in the Lord. That we will be a crown of splendor in our Lord's hands and a royal diadem in the hand of our God. Let us pray. Father God, you have sifted us and we've landed on our feet. We are your people ready to do your will. Sow us and grow us in the midst of your church that we might see your church rise up in the glorious church reflecting your honour, your love and your glory and your splendour. We pray for your bride, Lord, that she might stand up in all the splendour that comes from your presence. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. If you'd like to hear more great messages from Pastor Andrew, check out our Facebook page or look us up on the net at cornerstone-church.com.au